The mouth is open and so is everyone else's. Political issues and our online library. My name is Chris and this is episode one of This Week in Sedgefield. We are talking through the week of the 21st of November all the way through to the 28th of November here on our slow town enjoying this lovely weather that suddenly changes into really harsh and hectic and crazy weather my goodness and with that comes all the pollen and all the allergies and all the complaining that we get to do together well today we're going to be talking through just a bit of interesting news some things popping up uh, massive thanks to all the peeps on facebook uh, who are sharing things who are talking with each other for all those who we can have nice chats with uh, those of you posting on instagram and of course the Edge newspaper doing an absolutely awesome job. So what are we going to be talking about today? Well there'll be some politics, some fun and maybe controversial stuff, some of the pretty things happening in our town. So enough of that, let's go for it. Let's start off with some political talk as DA's Lavelle Davis is the new mayor. Um, Well done on that. That is awesome. I think he's going to do a great job. But what's really interesting about this is that he only won with uh, 11 votes as opposed to the PBI candidate, Alberto Marby's 10. Now, while we do have the DA leading, if, if you were following the elections, my goodness, so much of it was so close. It seemed like the ANC were going to win out um, at one point, but then sneaking in at the end, we have the DA with the eight chairs as opposed to the seven uh, from the, the ANC. What is also interesting around this is that there was only about a 55% of the population of Neisner uh, as a whole actually turning up to vote. Uh, Did you have difficulty? There was really terrible weather, but I know I got bombarded uh, with DA SMSs especially saying, hey, just just grab an umbrella, come and vote. In fact, they they took a really aggressive stance uh, when it came to getting registered to vote and to voting. And I think that's paid off mostly when we look at the winners of the wards, of wards one and two with LaVale Davis uh, winning here in Sedgefield with ward one and 45% of the votes uh, against ANC's 35%. And in Ward 2, the newcomer, Cleon Funston, um, who's just an absolutely fantastic lady. Oh, I, I really, I'm so excited for what she's going to do. She seems excited and just so passionate about our time. So that's really cool. And she managed to bag about 65% of the Ward 2 votes as opposed to the the closest rival Kim who uh, took 11% of the votes. It always feels a little bit strange saying Kim uh, as a political party name. In fact, when I first saw the the posters driving around, I thought it was just one lady, Kim, saying, hi, I'm Kim, vote for me. (laughs) And of course, that is not the case. Other exciting things happening here in Sedgefield are all the fiber providers stepping in and trying to sell us every little thing that they can as they start to compete. There hasn't been a, a whole lot of competition when it came to internet options and getting connected options. But now we've got Herotel, we've got Vox, we've got Octotel, we've got all of these people stepping in 
and time will tell if they do a great job. I know a lot of people are holding off and saying, well, we actually want to see if this is dependable, uh, if it's going to break like everything else does, or if it's just going to work. Uh, and then that's great. Then they'll jump on because it seems to be a lot cheaper, more cost-effective than the other options out there. Which really brings to mind, what about our other providers like TCS? Uh, are they going to survive this? Are they going to do well? They are offering uh, other packages and options for if you do still want to have something open in case the fiber does go down. So they're kind of banking on that happening. Uh, how will the, the, the fiber posts that Herotel have put up in people's yards, how are those going to hold up with all of these wins? Are there going to be issues? Mm, it's going to be quite an interesting time as we become more and more connected and hopefully the whole of our town gets connected and with fast internet I think we're going to be able to do some awesome things but of course this week we've had lots of flooding well not too much in Sedgefield if we are honest unless you are driving up uh, through to Reichtefle that, that Karatra road by the Weir is closed and my goodness, it is just flowing aggressively. Uh, aggressively. Thankfully, there are other routes around, but do just take care if you are going that way. Otherwise, it seems like there was no other damage from the flooding. Unless, uh, did you pick up some damage? Uh, Sam's charity store said that they were closed on the day when there was so much flooding um, just for some water damage. Uh, did that come about from the rain? Probably, I would think. Otherwise, that is a really strange coincidence. But coming along with all that rain and all that flooding, the mouth is open now. <laughs> and of course, everyone settles on different sides of this. It's quite a polarizing thing. I think it looks amazing and that it's awesome. And the, the images and the videos that we see of this, of this TLB just digging up looks quite precarious and dangerous and scary. And it just seems like there's a lot of life that's kind of breathed in there. But we do hear about seahorses dying from this. A lot of Grunters dying from this, which I suppose is not one to, to laugh about at all. The environmental impact of this is also really polarizing. And as you hear scientists speak on this, we, we hear all sorts of different things about the, the natural flow. Maybe it's just opening being or being opened in the incorrect place. And if we don't open it at the right time, then it just closes off really quickly again. Uh, hopefully it doesn't close off really quickly again. But what we're going to do is we're going to have a look and do some more research and find out. There is some research from a, a good while ago from the, the, the 80s saying that when the open, uh, when the mouth does open, there doesn't seem to be a massive impact on at least the immigration of a lot of fish species. While there is a, a, a bit of a drop uh, in the young population, it doesn't seem to be enough to say there is a terrible impact or a, a harmful impact on a lot of fish species. But of course, that doesn't speak into all of the other species and the non-fish friends, the algae and whatnot that we do have there. It is interesting that this is such a polarizing issue, though, and I wonder where you land on it. All right, let, let's pick up on a few of what I think are some of the most interesting stories from the Edge newspaper. The first one being how there are now four blue flag beaches in Neisner. Now, if you don't know, blue flag beaches are just some of the most pristine, beautiful and excellent when it comes to tourism. These are looked after, protected, beautiful beaches. And now Buffalo's Bay and Brenton-on-Sea have both been declared blue flag beaches. Beaches. If you carry on up the coast, then of course we've got in Nysna and in Plettenberg Bay as 
well. So really what we can deduce from this is that we have some of the best beaches in the entire world. Thankfully, some of the hidden gems that we have here in Sedgefield haven't been quite discovered enough, I think, to be labeled as a blue flag beach. And did you hear about this on the 10th of November still? In Ale Street, a car crashed through Chantal Hienes' bedroom wall at 9.25 in the evening. Thankfully, she was in the middle of the bed and not where she normally lies, uh, close to the window, because this would have been a very different story. But in this one, no one was harmed. The, the driver uh, of the vehicle just said that they lost control, which sounds quite strange. But thankfully, no one was hurt. But that is terrifying and, and quite traumatizing, I would think. Um, so just our, our heart out to you over there. And we have also for the DA, a PR counselor, Jason White has been nominated and is a counselor, which doesn't sound like big news. But Jason is only 23 years old. And this is a very interesting move, isn't it? To, to be able to represent your community at that age. On, on one hand, it makes perfect sense to have a, a young gun stepping up and hopefully bringing more youth into caring about politics and caring about the community. On the other hand, I'm sure people are, are, are thinking, well, this is quite a young person. And maybe they're thinking back, if they are a bit older, to what they were doing and what they were thinking at age 23. So Jason, I hope that you are going to take this so seriously. I know you are and do a great job of it. You've got our support. Otherwise, have you seen the tortoises are out in full force? The little babies uh, on the island, I'm sure you've seen lots of those, are starting to grow and we're seeing them all around Sedgefield. So make sure that you are driving nice and slowly, watching out for our little friends, letting them cross the road and hopefully not picking them up altogether too much and definitely not uh, you know, tapping on them or anything like that. Otherwise, have you seen our traffic circles, tree lights are up and looking absolutely awesome. I wonder if this is going to become more of a trend. I know on Fraser we, we've got the, the very well lit house. Any others around out there? Are you going to spruce your place up with a bit of tinsel that's probably going to get blown away in our aggressive winds? And before we go, let's get a COVID update, where as of this week, up until Tuesday, there were only 17 new cases of COVID recorded in Neisner. Now, that's the lowest it's been since the 8th of May in 2020. So this is fantastic news. But is it going to change with Matric Rage coming along to Plettenberg Bay and Holidaymakers coming along? I wonder if the vaccination is going to make a greater impact to this with people perhaps not picking up on the symptoms as much as they otherwise would. So that's going to be quite an interesting one. Last one for today, and this one I think is so cool and so fantastic, and that is that the whole of the Western Cape library system now has ebooks powered by Overdrive. Now, Overdrive is just a provider, and the Western Cape have stepped in on this, which means that we now have access to a whole lot of books on our tablets, smart devices, laptops, whatever you want, really, you can do it on there. 
the sign-up process really isn't too challenging at all. You can head to the, the website, westerncape.overdrive.com. Otherwise, the easiest way that I found, and this is how I'm using it, is you download the Libby app. That's L-I-B-B-Y app on a smart devices or, uh, or on a tablet. And from there, you run a search for the Western Cape Provincial Library, and then your password is your date of birth in the format of day, day, month, month, year. So day, month, and year. And then you're signed up and you've got access to a whole lot of free eBooks. Now, when I first signed up a few weeks ago, initially I had a lot of challenges with actually getting signed up. It wouldn't pick me up. So I had to email a few people, but it seems to be running a lot better now. And initially the catalog was pretty small. If I'm honest, there wasn't too much that I was interested in reading or even listening to there because there are some great audiobooks now. Uh, but the library has increased massively. In fact, I'm reading Ready Player One and Ready Player Two is also available on this system. You can still take a book out for two weeks at a time, 14 days, and then return. You can uh, pre-book books, which is also awesome. So I do want to encourage you to do that. What a great way to get reading and get enjoying some fantastic books. And that about does it from me. We've got lots to talk about, lots to think about. Let's do it all nice and slowly in our slow town Sagefield. Thanks and bye-bye.